Welcome to the Athlete and the Average Joe, an Eclipse Fuel podcast. I'm Georgia, performance dietitian and athlete. And I'm Ryan, primary school teacher and regular guy. We're here to make healthy and fulfilling living more attainable with handy hints that are realistic and sustainable. That even I can implement. We're all about good vibes here, so drop five stars, subscribe, and we hope you enjoy the show. Today we're talking all things exercise and we've got a special guest. So welcome Dylan Taylor to the podcast. Hello, hello. It's good to be here. Uh, So Ryan Mm. is again having a very busy week with work. So I'm running solo and I feel like it'll be nice to have him back, but it is nice to have a a kind of soothing voice again because having two females last time wasn't as as balanced. We've got a bit of feedback on that. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, So to start with, uh, Dylan, do you just want to introduce yourself and then we'll jump into the icebreaker questions. Cool. All right. So, um, born and raised 20 years, um, in New Zealand, I made my way over here to South Australia. Um, after I got, uh, discharged from the military, um, played a lot of sport through my, through my childhood, right through to my discharge. So there was a lower back condition, um, which uh, they basically said I'm a liability and set me free. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough, it's but it it's just what it is. Um, was studying exercise science through there before I got discharged, so that kind of started paving the way of where I wanted to. Where I started to have direction basically after school. It, it's funny with with school. It actually, I had no interest there. It took me to get out of school to want to learn. Mm. It's, uh, I feel like that happens. <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah. It's just it's, I think it's just a general <laughs> thing now, but. Yeah, so um, military, and then move over to over to South Australia, and that's just where I started. Um, I had to get away from from uh, a bit of a bad time after I got discharged. Fell into a bit of depression. It was yeah. it was just a tough time because I had direction and things were going well, and mm. then it kind of just crumbled within yeah. one pack walk and a yeah. sore back. Yeah. So that was really tough, but. Um, moved away from a bit of a toxic environment over to Australia and this is where I started my life. So it's been about seven years since I've been here now and um, been a long weird journey of working behind bars and figuring myself out and just kind of shifting around. But one thing has remained and that was my love for training and, and, and helping people and I've just really identified that um, over the last three years quite like three four years greatly um and been putting pretty much majority of my days into just de- developing that as much as i can um i've been a trainer at a, a local uh gym um um down at glenelg and adelaide and that's what four years five years coming up now yeah, that's just a brief run over. Yeah, with and we'll definitely learn yeah. a bit more about you as we go yeah, through the podcast. Sure. Um, but I know Dylan through that gym, so yeah. um, I don't even know how we cross paths. I feel like as a PT at a gym, you generally just get to know everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Responsibility, yeah. but um, trained with you in 2016. We did like one of the good life yeah, the challenges. challenges. Yeah, that was. And I totally smashed it, but. I totally should have won, but anyway, that's what happened story. with that. What it was, was like it? a scoring thing. We got like one of the scorings wrong. You got then, yeah, <laughs> you did. No, uh, I, did. <laughs> I, I definitely did. <laughs> but anyway, we won't hold that against them. Um, <laughs> but I should have won that. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to start with the icebreaker questions. These are just some fun stuff to oh get to know more. But Sweet. put you on the spot. 
So I'm going to start with, because I do see this on your social media a lot, <laughs> and I want you to clarify, do you like pizza or burgers better? <laughs> uh, burgers. burgers. I'm a burgers guy. That's a tough one if I had to pick between them, but burgers for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I do see like a very delicious looking pizza every now and then. Yeah, um, where so do you buy them from? Because they look really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so grilled is the burgers. Yeah, and then of course. Pizza... Um, I get the pizza from, what's the one down here? Brighton. No, no, um. I know what you mean. Crust? No? Crust, yeah, crust. That's the one. Crust. It's the peri-peri chicken. Yes. Yeah. It's got this, this beautiful, like, chipotle mayo. Yeah, I reckon kind of that's what draws me in. <laughs> aioli or mayo. Um, okay, a bit of a funny one. What is your spirit animal and why? My spirit animal? Um, uh, so is that's going off my date of birth, right? Is that? Is that I don't know. Unless I actually like haven't silly, done. But if you could, if you could pick an animal that is very okay. much like you, what would it be? I, I'm a lion for sure. Yeah, I would have said that. I'm because I am a Leo. Uh, yeah, I think that very much represents. I haven't looked into the actual like, what they mean. Yeah, yeah, what they mean too much, but I'll I'll go with uh, Leo for sure. Yeah, Big excellent. ferocious lion, right? <laughs> not, would not, say it's because I'm scared not, of you, not like so roaring much. at me. Not so much. <laughs> More just because you're athletic and you like to exercise. Um, but yes, on that note, if you were a boxer, what would your entrance song be? <laughs> um, oh, that stuff. I, whenever I think of boxing fights, I just hear this gangster music mm. of like McGregor running yeah. or something. But um, I don't know. I reckon what came to my head just then was um, Can't Be Stopped. You know the one? Yeah. 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 I think that works well. Something like that. A little bit focused. It'd be funny if you could, like, I like the ones that are a bit ironic because they have, like, you know, the lamp and down under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's funny. funny. That's like, what if, came to my head. I was yeah. just thinking, mm, I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good, good response. <laughs> um, and if there was a zombie apocalypse coming up and there were only two other people other than yourself on your team, oh. who would you pick and why? Oh, man. Um, it could be anyone in the world. Okay, so that's, that's tricky without a, a little... Okay, for survivability, mm. I'm going to go with Paul Check. Yeah? Do you know who this man no, is? No, I don't know. Can you explain who I'll, I'll, it's, it's Without going into too much depth, he's just... Uh, he's a very holistic man. He knows a lot about life and the world and um, just everything I think you'd need to survive. Yeah. Um, so Paul Check would be in one corner and then I want to say my love, but yeah. she's not exactly here <laughs> well, right now. I feel like that's a bit of a liability. So, I, I, on her but if it, it, if it happened to be yeah. tomorrow, then she, yeah. there wouldn't be no one there. But, um, someone else I would probably go, um, who's the man from, uh, um, the, what's that TV series with the where he's out back and he does all the drinks his own year on? What's his name? Um, Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Yeah. I'm just going to go with Bear Grylls. Yeah, he'd be handy. So you've got kind of like a psychological support there and then yeah. like someone who's practically been there. Yeah, involved. I think they'll be pretty like useful in the, that situation. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's a really well thought out response. I'm going to be on the spot. Um, and then lastly, if you could play any sport in the Olympics, so like based on maybe your experience Ooh. or what you think you'd be good at. Yeah. What would you represent? Would you you'd represent New Zealand, wouldn't you? Jim? Yeah, yeah. yeah, what, yeah. Who would you? Honestly, would you New Zealand. So sevens is coming to my head. Yeah, that's just rugby sevens playing because that that's only quite recent yeah, in the Olympics. Definitely. 
um, and that was a pretty big deal for New Zealand. And I had a few friends who played oh, so um, cool. in that team, and that was like the the way their emotions associated with that yeah. was, yeah. That they, obviously you couldn't really compare, but um, that would be be right up there for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and rugby's my game, and yeah. sevens was I played a lot of that as well. So yeah, sevens That's for really sure. Cool. I always uh, when I remember watching that obviously the Australian mm. women's winning it yeah. in Rio, and yeah. I was just like. Why did I not know about this sport? Like, I love football, but Such a good game. I feel like I'd be quite good you at do, sevens, absolutely. too. Absolutely. Um, the game's so, so open. Fast. Oh, my it's, God. It's, it's a complete different game. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's super, super, super fit. Yeah. Like, just next I feel level. like it's also a lot better for the viewer as well. It's a lot oh, easier to follow. It's faster. Short, it's fast just, paced, yeah, yeah, so much better. I, I don't really like rugby yeah. in general because I find it's it a bit... It's a bit slow and yeah. tedious. If you get, if you know, know enough about it. Yeah. If you know the sport quite well, you can you can delve off into it, but... Um, and you appreciate it a bit more, yeah. like with any sport, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, definitely like sevens in twenty twenty, those yeah. kind of sports. It's very entertaining. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Alrighty, so let's jump into some of the questions. Um, so the reason we got Dylan on is we wanted to get a bit of an idea about what life's like as a PT, and also, you know, how do we actually start getting into exercise? So can you tell us? Um, I guess obviously your background in sport is your passion for fitness, but how did you then qualify as a PT and sort of gain your experience? Um, crazy, crazy question. And it kind of leaves me, oh, I will share this with everyone. I don't, I've actually never shared this with anyone. Yeah. Um, so where it all started was <clears throat> when I was here in Australia, um, prior to, uh, my qualifications, um, I went through another dark patch of, yeah. um, just not knowing who I was in myself. And I was working at good life at the time doing sales at the yeah. club that I'm currently working at and I was kind of just getting by and I was spending my money on the weekends going out and still was training throughout the week hard and, and so on and so forth but I was like I need to I need to really share this um, exp- express myself a bit more with individuals mm. and I then saw one of the courses pop up I think it was with yeah it was with AIPT and uh I had no money and it was, well, I think it was $5,000 at the time. Jeez. And you see them now for like $300 or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so that was a lot back then. I was like, where do I just get $5,000 from? And I was wandering off home um, one day and uh, I remember it was on the tram home and I was walking off and I found $10 on the side of the road and... I was right next to the highway. You know mm. where the highway is up there? Yeah. And there's like a little gambling area there. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm just going to test my luck. I'm just going to have it, have it, have a, have a go with this 10 bucks. Um, and I went in, I put $10 on, I can't remember the exact machine, um, the name of it. And I won the jackpot on there basically, which was oh, $5,000. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like big on like destiny and that, play and that my friend is That, that was is meant destiny. to be, yeah. yeah. It was honestly from that day yeah. that was five years ago, that's what, that was that aha moment, <laughs> which I knew there was just something guiding me towards yeah. this. And I remember, because that day was the day I spoke about doing the course yeah. to the guy who yeah. came in. Wow. And I remember calling him back that day because it was funny that day. I was like, dude, I was like, I got no money. Got money yeah. I was like, I need to work, I'll, I'll get back to you kind of yeah. thing and um 
I ended up calling him back that day and was like, look, man, I've got $5,000. He would be like, how, how did you get that? Like, yeah. very suspicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember just getting the cash from the highway, went to the bank and just paid for the course there and oh then on the God. spot. And that basically was the start of where it happened. Um, so that's a really interesting way on how it actually happened yeah. for me. Um, but essentially it comes with a thought. Yeah. It comes with a thought of, I guess, having interest into, a lot of people will be thinking about doing it, but then taking action is a yeah, whole other thing. Definitely. Me, it didn't happen necessarily with action. Yeah. It just happened through the universe. Oh, to be honest, I think, like we've, the <clears throat> whole point of this podcast was to kind of emphasize, um, that we all go through those times when like we are lost with like what path yeah. we want to take like literally the whole point is like getting people on and how they get past that and what happens and so many people that i talk to it is just the universe you just kind of put something out there and it gives it back mm. like you're going to be lost there's going to be challenging times but like there is going to be an okay time as yeah. well so you're going to get over the hill and, and you'll know where you're going to be and i 100%. think this is a really good example of literally this is the path you meant to take and that's not often we get that big shining light that was, that was, was like this, just, this 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 way like a big arrow yeah. flashing um but you know metaphorically hopefully that happens to most people that is like amazing i don't think yeah. i've ever heard a story like that yeah that's that was crazy. um that was yeah that was just the that was definitely the biggest the biggest memory of uh I guess the starting phase of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then from there, like, I guess obviously you finished the AFT like, qualification. Yeah, and yeah. And then what went have through, you sort of done since then? Went through the quals and then um, pretty much started up straight away um, at Good Life. Basically, I just did every course I could possibly do mm -hmm. um, within my you know financial spectrum. So yeah. it was I was getting like three to four done a year oh, at that wow, stage. So what did we go through? We went... There was like a mobility course, don't chase pain. There was, um, you know, kettlebell stuff, yeah. um, trigger point stuff. Like just, uh, I, I had a real big interest in, uh, from the, from a young age, I, I really never understood the one shoe size fits all and the one kind of way of doing things. Mm. I always looked at it as a holistic way. So my education always has been, you know, delved off into a lot of aspects yeah. of training so the mind, the body, the soul kind of thing. And that's what I really preach. And, you know, so I was doing all sorts of courses. And, uh, yeah, that kind of just has continued. So last year was the year I haven't, I didn't actually do a course. Yeah. I'm back into it this year. Because yeah. I, uh, last year was a, it was a weird time. Because it like, I felt like there was something missing. And that was the learning aspect. Yeah. So I've gone back into mm -hmm. it again this year. And I've, I've got, well, I've got Klokov's yeah. weightlifting um, oh, cool. course coming up. I've already done an igniter one with um, with Tom Clark. Um, yeah. There's the transformation one coming yeah. up. So you're always investing. There's in just yeah, it, it should not stop, and yeah. it hasn't really stopped. Last year was a year that um, there was no courses involved, but yeah. it didn't stop my learning. I still yeah. continued to delve off into information and yeah. trial and error and, and stuff like that. Sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I guess what people probably don't realize is <clears> that um, with with a lot of I guess professions that aren't maybe having a, a sole registered body, mm. um, it can be really easy to get just basic qualifications. Yeah. And we see that a lot with there's so much interest in PT and fitness at the moment. Um, and it's really good to hear someone actually investing time and upskilling, but mm. that doesn't always happen. So how can you, like what advice would you give to people on how they can pick a good PT? 
Obviously, I can't see yeah. you. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, yeah. You probably don't have enough time. Um, any other PTs? Or yeah, what, it's, what to look for? I think if if you are someone who's on the fence and you're deciding to invest in some coaching or mm. you know training, um, uh, first of all, there is let's differentiate the two. There's mm. definitely a difference between um, a trainer and a coach, um, mentor. Yeah. You know, so um, first of all, if you're very very new to it all it's going to be hard to figure out what's what because there's so much damn information out there and that's the problem with this information age we're in there's just so much info the quality is quite hard to find yeah so what i would suggest is if you're just looking to start off just getting your body moving and so on so forth it it won't really matter too much because the individual will give you the the basics yeah. that, that well, you would hope so, yeah. right? Um, but then in the same token, it's like, there's no, it's hard to find the standard of where yeah. to look. Would you suggest that maybe like uh, moving away from the commercial gyms would be a good start? Maybe going to more like specialized gyms if you had an interest in, in certain areas that were a bit, maybe smaller group training or, um, weren't as large scale yes and no it, it's tricky because there's a lot there is quality within the commercial gyms yeah. I'm not just saying that because I work at one <laughs> um, but there's a lot I think there's a lot less yeah. quality in the commercial gyms yeah. that's for sure um, but in saying that though the stuff I see through what's happening with uh, I won't name any names mm. but some of the um functional kind of gyms going on yeah. these group classes and stuff like that uh, I, I watch their stuff and and I kind of watch how the the sessions are conducted and the cues and stuff they're doing and, and that like their, their actions are and what they say don't match what the individuals are performing yeah. when yeah. they say brace your core for example People don't no one even know yeah. you don't they don't know how to do that mm-hmm. they don't know how to use they're, they're midline effectively and, and that's a whole skill to practice and coach prior. So it's, it's tricky, but what I would suggest though, to give an actual answer is do some research into the individual. Yeah. So you, they will either have, uh, they'll most likely have a social media page, <laughs> um, or don't just hire someone because they have because <laughs> someone aesthetically looks great. I mean, sometimes it does correlate, but Oh, that's my biggest pet peeve yeah. with social media is that if you have abs, you've got like thousands of followers, and if you don't show any sort of like personal pictures, you haven't got like very little. Let's yeah, let's add that in there. Numbers on social and the coaching ability yeah. does not mean it does anything. not correlate. <laughs> no, so I'll do some research into the individual. If you're at the club, for example, yeah, if you're at a commercial gym, you can kind of just nosy around and just take an air on how they maybe communicate to mm. the individual, and then you can get a good gauge from there. Um, otherwise, um, word of mouth, maybe just talk to, um, when, a, if you know, maybe someone who trains with, uh, that, that trainer or a coach, um, maybe just have a word to them to the side and like get a bit of, uh, like, info, yeah. you know, yeah. um, otherwise just, um, go with the gut feeling and kind of just give it a crack and then you can make a decision based on them, but do not get stuck in the trap of just hanging around with them yeah. and getting no results. 
Um, yeah, I think that's a yeah, good. I it, think that's a good starting point. It's for a most good, It's an easy starting. And a lot point. of the, the bigger gyms, if you do sign up, they give really good deals on like discounted rates for like your first three sessions or something. So you can kind of yeah, you can get a gadget kickstart kind of, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I know when I joined Good Life like what three years ago or something, they gave me some discounted PT yeah. um for like three sessions with someone they thought would fit well with me. So you can always start there and then go back to them and say yeah, that exactly. Didn't really work or give me another one, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's probably a good place for people to start. Good start. Um, and in terms of, I guess, for you, you, you do often work with like the novices mm-hmm. up to athletes. So it's yep. a pretty broad spectrum. Mm. Is there anyone that you prefer to train or that you really get like a lot of passion out of? Um, oh, honestly, it varies because it's... I find everyone equally rewarding and yeah. fulfilling. That's good. Um, which I'm happy to work with anyone. Yeah. Um, the whole niche part, I don't know uh, when that's going to happen yeah. to the point where it's like, I just want to work with these people because yeah. I will take on anyone with open arms who yeah. genuinely need, needs help. Yeah. And you can, you can tell straight away. So I, I, in saying that though, I, I nearly, I might find a bit more, um, this is contradicting what I just said, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, but someone who is in, in deep need of help yeah. in terms of maybe their their health side yeah. of things and not just like aesthetics yeah. and really digging deep into there and like um, mm. solving some issues there and then getting feedback from them like, oh my God, this mm. has changed my life, Dylan. That is special. Yeah. And, and, and that's where PT can be quite dangerous too because there's all these, these, these things here they have on the weight is on your shoulders yeah um and uh, people are just not even qualified to give some of the information that's going yeah. on that's a whole other topic but yeah. <laughs> i would say it's it's pretty equal yeah. um from you know novice to uh, athletic and mm. all the different um scale in between that in between yeah, yeah and i think you know for most people when they do start exercise <clears throat> and they're coming from a place of literally not doing it at all like they do see that reward really quickly and i do like to hear that you're kind of coming from a place that's not aesthetic because i know a lot of the fitness industry is about how you look body comp manipulation it's great to hear it from a place that's like well how can we actually just make you a better person i think that's what the fitness industry should move towards but with social media it's probably not going to do that anytime soon (laughs) yeah i think that's it it's just there's such a big focus and and yeah social media is the main driver of obviously that that um, intel that people, um, when they look from the outside in, all they see is this external aesthetics, mm. and then they you see a program solved with it. So all they believe is really that's that, that's the goal, right? Yeah. And and then, but but really, I think it should be set with focusing on the internal, yeah, right, the inside, the soul, the yeah. actual user, yeah, um, and it will have a the, the byproduct of fixing the internal will be aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, yeah definitely. You know, uh, the, the outside. Yeah. So, and it might not even be like change your body shape per se, but you definitely see the change in people. Like their, you know, their, how they look, how yeah. they act, how the vibes they give off when they do start fixing their health. Um, I do see that a lot in clinic myself. Like people maybe don't change the way they're looking, but they they literally look more vibrant. Mm. So that's, yeah, a really positive goal. I, just one thing on that as well. It's like... Um, Paul Check, I'll, I'll use him. He was talking yeah. about um, this exact example here, and it's like aesthetics, like doesn't mean anything. For example, mm-hmm. if you can do a three hundred kg squat, or you can, you know, have these ripping abs and big yeah. chests and so on and so forth, 
or like this sexy big butt. Yeah. But if you go home and you can't hold a relationship yeah. and you can't even look after your kids and family and friends and loved ones around you, yeah. what the fuck do those aesthetics yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Exactly. And I find that as well, like even on the scale of health, we look at these people now that have maybe got, you know, for females, 10% body fat, they've got rhythmic abs and stuff. And only now we're talking about those implications on your health. Yeah. Just because you got abs, that's actually probably poorer for your health than holding a little bit more weight. So mm. um, it is a bit of a frustrating industry in that sense. But for people that are kind of navigating that and maybe they, they are starting to get motivated, wanting to start to be healthy, and maybe they've spent two years doing absolutely nothing. They've come out of school. They're not really doing sport anymore. Mm. Like what should they start doing if they could start doing any exercise? What would it be? Um... <clears throat> If they're just like, I guess what, just like a novice person yeah, for a year, just kind of yeah. yeah. So I guess uh, this could go from novice to just anyone, I guess, starting out. But like, just move. Yeah. It's it's as simple as that. Just get moving. Um, I'm big on routines and creating like good habits like that. So, uh, you know, wake up in the morning and you know instead of checking your phone, get up and just you know have some water and get moving. Just mm. do the basics. Yeah. And do them really well. You know, go for a walk and just breathe and 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 get the move body moving like that and then you know some part of the day you can ramp it up a little you know if you want to um you know maybe go for a, a scaled version of that walk and go for a run yeah you know or if it's not that just do some body weight movements yeah definitely. maybe it's um fluff around on the foam roller yeah and kind of just understand what's happening release off the glutes a little because you're a bit tight because of your job description <laughs> you know or mm. it's just it's something that's just really basic and then you can scale it from there you know if your body's feeling good on the day you can ramp it up a little and, yeah um but yeah i'll just say start just with move. the basics just move yeah, and then scale definitely. it based and on we, how i talk a lot about that with clients in terms of like you're starting from nothing you can't we see it all the time, people going and doing six days a week. So it's like, literally just move more at work. So every hour, go for a quick walk around the block. Um, in your uh, lunch break, go for a walk. You know, yeah. Hit at least those 10,000 steps, because if you're not doing that, try and do exercise on top of that. It's going to be a bit of a stress for your body. Mm. So get your body moving, get your body used to actually walking around and being <clears> active. And if it's just the 30 minutes of walking each day, that's at least keeping your heart healthy. Um, so I think that's a good, good sort of tip in terms of just move your body. Okay. Um, but I, I think that's a cool metric. Yeah. I do like the steps as a metric of your oh, activity 100%. levels. Yeah. Um, so that's, um, which G just mentioned, that's a good point. Um, you know, you could look at, um, purchasing at like a $190 yeah. Fitbit. Yeah, our phones iPhone. You just keep your phone in your pocket. And just track yeah. how many, your activity levels through the day. And if you find, and, and really just try work on consistency then, yeah. and that's a starting point. And then anything else is a bonus, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I often say like, you know, if you, if you do 5,000 steps, that's, which most office workers, like I find myself, I see if I, if I'm working from home, it's really hard for that's me to, be have difficult. to make an effort to yeah. get out and move my body. But that's, I, that's good though. Yeah. It's a conscious effort. Yeah. And yeah. so it is about just prioritizing <clears> it. But, um, I guess, you know, we, we mentioned that some people get into that overtraining space. Mm. You could sort of give you like top, I don't know, three to five thing, biggest mistakes that people make <laughs> when they're getting into exercise. What would it be? Um, oh, look, and right now in this day and age, um, I would have to say looking at and comparing through social media, mm. that would have to be the number one for me. That would be the biggest mistake because one, you are comparing to something that is completely unobtainable at your current state. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's going to make you feel inadequate and yeah. you're probably just not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. or you're going to follow, you know, some movement patterns that your body is just not completely ready not ready for. So yeah. I would say social media 
um, it can be, I would use it, but don't compare to some of the, the bigger followers and stuff that is completely out of your league. Stick yeah. to the basics. Um, and that's stick around that yeah. point. So for the, and of course, like you, that's just a snippet in their journey as well that you're looking at. Mm. You don't, no one shows when they were terrible at exercise and, and just doing some basic stuff. They're going to show you that end point. Yeah. So you're really comparing your no start to, to essentially basics. their three or four year journey <laughs> into getting to that point. So yeah. it is, it is really difficult with self comparison, but yeah, I, I always recommend that really clean out your social media 100%. and follow some positive influencing people. For sure. hundred percent. So, um, cool. That's one. Any other mistakes? Yeah. Two, I would say, um, I'll link it to nutrition. Yeah. Um, and that is again, overcomplicating it <laughs> because there's, um, this is something which would resonate for you. Um, again, stick to the basics, stick to drinking enough water to keep yourself mm. hydrated. Don't worry about pre-workouts and supplements mm. that is the biggest mistake you can fall into spend your money on whether it's coaching yeah. or better quality food yeah. um and again it's just sticking to the basics so avoiding it's again it comes back to social media yeah. and what's in your face because i think that's going to be inevitable with the people um going into the industry now is social media is there and they that's where the info is yeah. That's where the hard yeah. evidence is, right? So follow the qualified people. I think yeah, that would be like yeah. you're gonna it's particularly nutrition but that's like qualified yeah, like. It's so hard. <laughs> so like, you know, people that are actually showing real life information. If if it's a fad, if it's if it's something where you need to exclude food groups, it seems really complicated and complex if there's food rules, that's a big red flag. Yeah. So just, you know, eat fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Eat some whole grains. Yep. Eat some good quality meat products but not too much. Like yeah. It's pretty, pretty simple. We just don't complicate. I think yeah, that's it. So two, I'm gonna leave it at avoiding supplements at the start. Mm -hmm. They your your goal should be to fill, let's use one to a hundred as a percentage. Mm -hmm. Your goal is to fill that ninety-nine percent up of quality sleep, mm -hmm. adequate water, good nutrition, whole food, as G just mentioned, and consistent training. Yeah. That one percent will then supplement you yeah. with your results. Definitely. If you do not have that ninety-nine percent, the it's supplements unusual. do nothing. They will not often, fill up the gap. So my like analogy for supplements is obviously talking to young athletes and things like that. I get it all the time. Your supplements are the cherry on top of the icing on top of like a three-tier <laughs> cake. So like it is the last thing we think of. Because if you start with supplements and your base is terrible, it's going to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got nowhere to go. You've got nowhere except for, okay, well, we've already ticked off this box. What are we going to do next? Yeah. So keep that to the end and really work with a professional to find the right supplements as yeah. well. Yeah, perfect. Have you got one more, maybe one more mistake? Um, yeah, let's think. We got um, so we got supplements and starting there, um, social media, and then um, the third one I will say trial and error. So this is again contradicting what we're going here because it's you're typically you, what you're not. It's a mistake. Yeah. But a mistake can also be a good thing. Yeah, because then you will learn what to do or what not to do. So don't be afraid to try things and movements. But you have to be in tune enough with your body to be like, this isn't feeling good. Let's tone it down a notch. Yeah. And try something else that makes, that actually feels good. Yeah. So 
it's okay to make mistakes in that respect, but then remember to learn from them. Yeah. yeah. And I think as well, and that, that also correlates with do something you enjoy. So yeah. I have so many people that are like, I hate the gym or I hate exercise. I'm like, well, if, you, if you're just going to the gym and you're just doing movement in that sense, that's not enjoyable if you've never liked that. Like, what did you enjoy when you were younger, when you <laughs> did like exercise? Like, movement doesn't need to be just going to a gym or going for a run. It can be dancing, boxing, yeah. it can be surfing. Like, anything like that is still counting towards your ex- exercise level. So it's maybe, you know, using that trial and error to find out what you actually enjoy doing. And it's not going to be the same as the person on social media or your friends. Like, we're all different. So that's definitely that's the same. A, that's a fantastic point. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head, like... If you're gonna, if you enjoy something that you are doing, you're gonna be consistent with mm-hmm. it, and you, that's where you get your real results. And I think we can probably add number four. <coughs> this is me adding in it. Yeah, it's really it. important. Is is that consistency? Yeah. So, and that's the same with nutrition. It's the same with anything with health. We all like to be perfect and set these really lofty goals when you just need to be consistent. So, a lot of the time, I set goals with people, and they're like, "Oh, I think I can train every day." I'm like, "But you're not training at all at the moment, or you're training like one day a week. So maybe let's make it two days a week." Yep. And that's your consistency. And like you said, anything more than that is a bonus. Mm-hmm. But you need to be able to tick those boxes first before you set really lofty goals. So be consistent with your health. Maybe it's every second day you do some exercise if you can't fit it in. And if it comes to that second day, you didn't do it yesterday, well, you know you need to get it done. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really simple stuff. But um, I don't know, for someone who's always loved moving my body and, and loved sport and exercise, I never really understand where people come from when they don't enjoy or can't do it. Um, obviously I empathize with people that that's a struggle for them, but yeah, it's, it's, it has so much benefit. And I think once you start and get involved in it, you see the positive effects mm. it's going to have on your life. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Love excellent. It. Cool. So that's most of our questions for Dylan. Um, as always, we like to finish on a weekly vice. So this is just stuff that's getting us through adult life. So I thought I'd start, but my weekly vice again is a Netflix show. So I've been absolutely smashing this show called The Fosters, and it's a really kind of weird show. It reminds me a little bit of um, like Dawson's Creek from back <laughs> in the day. So it's about this family who foster all these kids, and then they adopt them, and just like their lives. And there's like five seasons of them, and I reckon I've almost smashed through five seasons of like twenty episode, forty five minute kind of episodes in the last like Smash. three or four weeks. Like I've just like kept it on at all times, which is really bad, but it's a nice like background noise. It's yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty easy watching. So I would recommend that, but I think it's actually on Stan, not Netflix now. Oh, I don't have Stan. Just get a th- get a like thirty day trial because there's really good shows. Really? On Stan. All of the Marvel yeah. stuff. All the Marvel stuff's ah, on Stan. Yeah. Cool. And Disney. Love it. Um do you have a weekly vice? Um what has happened this week? So I will go to YouTube. Yeah. I've been to YouTube this was week and just been watching whatever. I watched a couple of memes just for yeah. being mindless. Yeah. Um, a couple of games here and there. I'm, I'm appreciating just, YouTube a lot more. I've only really like just gotten into watching it and having it on my phone. And it's it's kind of nice. Like, yeah. Break up the day. It is. It's, it's again. It's a form of meditation where yeah. you forget about the noise and you can just completely do something mindless for a moment and then you kind of come back in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, that's, that's really off the top of the head. A bit of Netflix. I finished up, um, the series you, have you seen that? No. And like, <laughs> I like get really like creeped out about like just stalkers and oh, people that it's, go bump in the night crazy. and things. And I really liked Dan Humphrey when he was <laughs> in, um, Gossip Girl. And so it's kind of, I've kind of been avoiding watching it, but I think I should because Check it it's out. had pretty good, Good reviews. It's an interesting he, he, ending. Yeah. 
I'll and say he that plays much. it well, doesn't he? Jo- oh. His name's Joe. Yeah. Oh. He play- it, it, even, the, even the name's kind of like stalkerish, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Joe. Um, yeah, no, fantastic watch. Um, but yeah, just something mindless. Don't watch before you go to bed. No, no. And on that note, try avoid screens. Yeah. <laughs> um, before bedtime. Yes, we did um, talk about that in the sleep podcast. Yeah, so yeah, cool. We'll That's know. already been covered. You will know now. Um, but um, yeah, just something mindless throughout the week that kind of just helps me get through. It changes, but yeah. typically something along so, those that's lines. That's great. Excellent. <laughs> well, that is all from Dylan for today. Thank you so much for coming and chatting to us. I know we've been trying to tee this up for like the past month. Yeah, so we got your it. request for exercise-based information is now been ticked off. Um, we will have Dylan back on at some point to maybe give us some higher-level stuff about you know Olympic lifting and things cool. like that because that's people are interested that who are athletes yeah, and yeah, want yeah. to know more about that. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's all from us for today. As always, if you can subscribe, it really helps get our podcast out there. And if you do like it, please review us and give us five stars. But other than that, that is all. And I will chat to you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks a lot.